Hi, I'm Jackie Jones and welcome to my podcast, Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes. And if you get any value from this podcast, please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts. You can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones Coaching and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety, stress and mental health. I hope you enjoy this episode. So I would like to introduce my guest for this week, the wonderful Julie. Is it Jules? Julie, what do you like? I have both. Jules, okay. Jules, Jules. Jules. So Julie Brown will give you your proper Sunday best. Um, she's a mum of two girls. Are you you NLP? That's one of your qualifications, isn't it? Yes, I am an NLP master practitioner and trainer. Yes, I got that somewhere. Literally, there is so much that this woman has done. I know I'm going to miss so much of it, but I'm going to keep going. So master practitioner and trainer of NLP. She's mm-hmm. a co-author of two books and then I've put in brackets or is it more because I'm not even sure whether there's more of them out there. Um, She's a co-founder of the My Mental Health Rocks which is a non-profit organisation to run a campaign to try and get a workshop in every school in the UK and across Canada promoting well-being resilience and raising awareness of our innate mental health and more recently you've launched Fly, which is First Love Yourself. And I'm sure there's so much in between that I haven't even touched on. But we met quite a long time ago because I attended your your training that you did for My Mental Health Rocks, which was amazing. But I think prior to that, it was the Spark Initiative that I first came across you. Yes. So tell me, tell me how who you are and how you got to where you are today. <laughs> Right, well, I'm quite old, so I've had a lot of time to do things. <laughs> That's what I say to people, you know, because I've done a lot, but I'm quite old, so I've had plenty of time to fit it all in. Um, I first started off with the, the understanding that you share that we talk about in, I'm guessing, in these podcasts. Yeah. In around about 2014, and that was when Brooke from the Spark Initiative in America yeah. posted that she was, she's, been creating this program and she wanted to, to um, put it out there and I was like I'm in. I'd bought it before she'd even really <laughs> well, I don't know what it is but I'm in. <laughs> I'm in and I just it just you know when your heart sings. Yeah I was the same with when you were doing your thing I've got, I've got to do it whatever I'm just doing it. You just know it's right don't you? Yeah yeah. So I joined the Spark and I did all of their training and I trained up to I've got this thing about training the trainer trainer level and things <laughs> I'm obsessed with it <laughs> it's just like you're gonna do something you go to the top with it I don't know why I'm with I'm, you I'm with you 100% so I am one of only two UK parks um certificated trainer certificated trainer trainings trainers even whatever you can do it you're the big you're yeah. the one yeah and um the Spark to this day is absolutely drop dead amazing. The, the work that they've done is fantastic. And I've recently just created a parenting program with them when we've done that. So I'm still working closely with Spark. Brilliant. Um, however, the struggles I had with Spark was getting it into schools. 
right? Because it's not easy getting behind the front door. So I met um, Leanne and yeah. Leanne had the similar problems. And I was like, we both come up with idea, this idea of let's get a free um, workshop in every school. If it's free, they, can't, they haven't got the money object, right? They haven't yeah. got the money. The money's, oh, we can't afford that. They haven't got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, just Leanne and I put together. We just we just work well together. You've been on the training with us. We just yeah, bounce off each other. Yeah, <laughs> just bounce off each other. Yeah, and we created this, and we had this idea, and and it just took on a life of its own, right? Um, it we advertised it on Facebook that we needed ambassadors to go in and train it, that we needed facilitators to go in and train it, and that's when you joined us. Yeah, and we we charged a really nominal fee. For the training, it was like it was like ninety nine quid or something daft like that for the tree, yeah. and we then put that tree the money that we were paid, we paid you back to go deliver the workshops. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was that's the way it was non profit. <laughs> you didn't make anything, <laughs> <laughs> but it was about we got in schools and we started get we started seeing the results and it just grew and grew and grew. We were on ITV, we were on BBC, we were you know we were just on radios. We it just flew really really well and then we had lockdown <laughs> yeah yeah i was just about to say and the reason why it flew really really well was one because there's a need for it and two because it was an amazing program you got the kids on board the schools the teachers the parents everybody it was it was amazing we had a school that we used as a um a demo school who were, who were amazing. They didn't have to let us do it. We had pretty much had free reading at the school. We changed their PHSE policy and all sorts of things. <laughs> and one thing schools don't tend to like, which is understandable, is offset coming in. Yeah. <laughs> now we were we were we had the newspapers coming to film a workshop. This day we, ITV were coming to film a workshop, and I was like, "Do you want to invite Offset?" No. It's a where it hurts. Get them in while we're filming with ITV. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it. Like I say, if we're gonna go to the level, let's go to the top. Yeah. And um, and the head was that. He was like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, that's, that's brilliant! It's brilliant that they were on board. That's how much they were on board. How much of a change they'd seen in the school with this program. Yeah. So anyway, Offset came, and I've done absolutely loads. I've taught hypnotherapy and NLP for years. I have created various programs myself to work with people because my my ethos has always been you can't ever be broken no. nobody can be broken you can't break a person no. right and there are so many people and i've looked at your stuff as well and this is why i resonate with you so much <laughs> you're just like me we don't want to be want to take people's eyes out that, that need a bit of a guidance that need a little bit of a hand holding that just need a bit of support yeah Till they get back on them, because we all we've all been there at one time or another. Of course we have, yeah, right? yeah. Not we're all human. It happens to us all, and yeah. we've all got to get through it the best way that Feel we can. Feel free to swear. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm an effing kind right? of girl. <laughs> it happens, and there's not one person that doesn't get affected by something at one time in their life. Life throws us a curveball. We're just on track. Everything's going swimmingly, and then like COVID, for instance. Yeah. There's, there's, we have no control over things. But we do have control over how we interact with it. How 100%, we that's what I say, yeah. The only thing that we have control is how we respond and react to whatever life throws at us, yeah. So we immediately pivoted and took the My Mental Health Rocks online. 
we had a local ambassadors that we basically gave them and this is what this is what we couldn't do with the spot program because that wasn't my program yes wasn't Leanne's program yeah we gave the um all of the ambassadors and the facilitators free reign to do with what they wanted with it and the Which can i just say is unheard of and amazing i exactly like what you said about the spark program it's fantastic yeah. we've all got the same amount of wisdom as long as the ethos and the message that that's wanting to be delivered is 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 passionate and the same and the people that we've worked with have been had that message then so what if they don't share it exactly the same way as long as the same message is across yeah and that that's you know the, the beauty of it is that children get the understanding that we don't run out of resilience or wisdom or creativity or our ability to calm we're not born with a certain amount that we use up and I think as adults we can connect with that we can we can re rekindle I talk so much with clients about you know we have that ability when we were younger we don't lose it we just don't connect to it as much as we get older we just need to reset to go back I, I've got I know you've got a grandson and he's, he's older than mine but my he, Alfie's coming up to three now and I learned so much from him on a daily basis he's just gung-ho he, he doesn't do the what-ifs he dislocated his arm a few weeks back and had to go to hospital so that they put it back and he came out and he was one straight back on the monkey bars he wasn't worried about what if it happens again what if I thought he just did it and that's what I try to tell people we can still do that. We have that in us. Yeah. And then that, and yeah, I completely agree. And I love it because, you know, imagine, and there's something I often say to parents or and, and kids, just imagine if, like, because I'll say to them, you know, um, like, how old do you think you've got to be when you get wisdom? Or how old do you think you've got to be before you can be resilient? You know, and, and I love asking that question. Yeah. And then I'll just go, could you imagine when you were a baby that, the first time you started a walk and you fell down, you thought, oh, this walk is not for me. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. I'm just <laughs> going to walk and walk. Bottom and shuffle. Bump, and you, you bum shuffle through when you're 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you I, I just love the whole ethos around it that, you know, you, you refer to superpowers, which kids connect with so easily. We all have that superpower. Yeah. And for our teens, we refer to them as systems. Yeah. Instead of superpowers, because it's obviously, you know, you don't really want like the a um a disengaged teenager, 15 year old trying to try to tell him he's got a superpower. Sixteen year old in the house all the time. So yeah, I get that. <laughs> so you know, it's speaking their language, isn't it? And yeah. and you know, so we've done that and Leanne's doing different things. I'm doing things with James for anxiety to well-being. Um I'm doing things with NLP with Satu. Um, I had an idea before Christmas and and you know I just, I just run with it. That's what it is. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be a good idea to, if this is an insight into my, how my brain ticks or doesn't just races actually. It's like, hmm, wouldn't it be a good idea if I started like a year two project and people could just join and just take the time and do whatever they wanted to achieve in a year and have some year support. I was like, and I just wrote this post out. <laughs> and already, it's, we 
in February and people have been offered to buy books, they've been asked to be coaches and been put through training. They've started their own YouTube channels and, and it's just like, people have already got it all in them. Everything that they, yeah. they need, that they think they need, they've already got. Yeah. It's just somebody to say, you've got it. Yeah, that's amazing for you to see people flourishing and just doing do you know what I mean what they want to do and you've instigated that you've given them you know or allowed them the space to actually come up with random ideas and just run with them yeah. we all need we all needed jewels we all needed jewels in our life that's all I can say you've all got it everything like you've all got it yourselves the yeah. only thing that tells you you have is this little voice in your head that says, I can't do that. But you know what? When you've taken a step towards it, that voice can't say that no more. It may say, well, you can't do this instead. Taking another bloody step. Yeah. <laughs> because so, so that's something steps. that I haven't touched on. What? Tell me a bit more about that. A year two. So literally people join that's up fair. and pick so something that they now. want to do and they just have a year with your support to bring that to fruition yeah yeah I've, I've got i got three other coaches on board with me and i was like how do you fancy doing this and that's amazing each one's got a day and and so like one shares it on this one day i do tuesdays and have a couple of days off so they're not too overwhelmed and it's just ideas like, yes, it's just it's just support it's just like, I like that you know we have a couple of days off so they're not too overwhelmed it's not that you get overwhelmed you're still going you're firing on all cylinders <laughs> <laughs> the, do you know what even i've been blown away by how much content we've put in there already <laughs> we've had to, we've had to actually stop it and just say wait the last week of the month we're not putting anything else in so you can catch up because we're just like all oh, that because it's got a lovely atmosphere people are supporting each other and and the whole ethos is no mountain was climbed in one step yeah right now you, you've probably seen the metaphor where there's like a million steps from a ladder and then the huge one and the bloke with the huge steps looking up thinking how do i get up there yeah and the bloke with the millions of steps is at the top and that's it it doesn't matter what you want to do if you want to achieve something if the step looks too big make it smaller yeah. If that step looks too big, make that one smaller. It doesn't matter how small the step is. It might be going live for a minute on Facebook and then deleting the video. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. And we've all done that. Well, maybe you haven't, but I did. When, really I, first, when I look back over the things that I did two years ago, it's like, oh, my life. Yeah. It's, but it's amazing to see how far you come, though, isn't it? When you look back and think, God, I didn't use it. I mean, my latest thing is TikTok. Right, I'm giving that a go. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. If I do anything, it'll be Instagram Reels. I'm not even going on the TikTok. Oh, I don't do Instagram. I'm, I'm not on Instagram. I, 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 yeah, I don't do Instagram. But I thought my daughter does TikToks all oh, versus, you know, teenage, you know what the yeah, kids are yeah. like. So I was just like, oh, I think I'll get embarrassed and give it a go. <laughs> I was just going to say, I bet she loves seeing her mum on there. <laughs> I've done, I did one minute, one video and I put it on last week. And then I did like a minute video this morning and put it on. And, and that, I never even looked at it. And she came down and she went, oh, you've got 25 legs. I went, have I got that? Nobody's seen it. You pop up everywhere, literally. People are going everywhere. Where is she now? What is she doing? 
no idea. But you know what? It's the fact that I don't have investment on it. I don't have it has to look this way because all that does is restricts us. Yeah, yeah. Have 100%. a sense of humour. Laugh yeah. when you go tits up because we always do. Yeah. And yeah. pick yourself up and get on with it. That's it. It is. It's wonderful. It's so freeing as well. You know, when I, I often talk about getting out of our own way, the, the only rules that we've got are the ones that we put in play, unless we're breaking, you know, Boris's rules yeah. or, the, you know, the, the nation's rules. But pretty much it's the ones in our head. It's our beliefs that, you know, the imposter syndrome and all those sort of things, fear of success. And, you know, mm -hmm. talking personally for me, that is my stumbling block. I have a real fear of being successful, which is ridiculous. Oh, have some more why, why would I do that? Why would I stop myself from achieving the things that I want to achieve? But it makes perfect sense to me. It makes perfect sense to me when I'm talking about somebody else, but then I do the same thing. Because you've got no emotion attached. Yeah. To the person. Yeah. It is, it's all about that investment. And you know, you know how to do you now. Yeah. So, you know, we can look at it from so many different points of view. We can look at it from throughout the ages. If a woman stood up, stepped out and made a thing of herself, she would be burnt at the stake for being a witch. Good <laughs> point. Good point. <laughs> so, you know, we come from a line of, of people who played it small because it was safe to do that. Yeah. So it's understandable that we've got that sort of thinking and being successful. Not only have we got, well, what will life look like? Then it's like, oh shit, then the expectations come. What have I got to do next? Yeah. What if I can't keep it up? What if I can't sustain it? Yeah. And it's all just the same amount of bollocks. Sorry, you're getting away with me now. It's all just the same amount <laughs> I love it. Get on your soapbox and sort <laughs> me out. It, it is. I know. I, I know. I procrastinate. I've got to be perfect driver. That, that causes me to question everything and oh, I'm getting better. <laughs> I am getting better at just winging it. I, do you know Sari, who I used to work with? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We used yeah. we used to have nicknames for each other. She used to call me wing no, I used to call her Wing It Wonder and mm -hmm. I was Anal Annie because literally I had to have everything organised and written out and printed out and booklets and... Okay, so i got a question for you. What? How many times when you had everything printed out and done lovely, did you go off script and do other things when you were actually in the middle of flow and when you were in flow and doing it? Yeah, they never came out of the bag. It was just my <laughs> safety network. It was, I felt safe if I had all this stuff laid out everywhere and I never even got it out of my bag half the time. Yeah. Exactly. It's hilarious. If ever we went away on training together, she'd just have a plastic bag, usually with a glass of wine or a bottle of wine and a glass. And I'd have this massive suitcase with everything apart from the kitchen sink in it. It's, it's, it's just my thing, but I'm getting better. I just spent three hours doing it. I had an idea. Oh, another one. She's <laughs> off. Oh, it's I, want to, I want to get into Jules' mind. Honestly, even I get even I don't even look at what goes on in my mind. I just deal with the one thing that's in front of me at the time. Right? So, um, somebody that I've worked with for years was was struggling a little bit. And I was like, let's create this program and let's do this instead. So we've just done like three hours worth of recording for something that for his his niche, not really mine, but it's hypnotherapy. So I, I knew what I was doing with it. Yeah. And if, when you are talking about the differences, he's writing notes and he's like. And he's doing the questions and he's just like, 
and so did it and i'm just like and <laughs> i'm just totally winging it <laughs> and and that's just how i am and some people i will repel literally yeah yeah people will say oh my god does she never shut up does she never talk slow enough for me to understand her does she never pause for breath right and they're not for me and that's okay but the people that come and get get caught up with my enthusiasm the people that come along for the ride trust us they have a hell of a ride yeah i can believe it yeah I, I must admit, I'm just, I'm kind of a bit like Marmite. I always say that you either love me or you hate me. And either way, it's not my responsibility. I want to work with people that get me, that understand I do drop the F-bomb. I can remember when I qualified as a psychotherapist, I kind of took on this persona of a professional person with a suit and, you know, sat properly in my chair. And it didn't last long before I thought, this isn't me. I need to be authentic. Yeah, I'm a jeans and t-shirt girl. I wear trainers. And, you know, if if people want something else, then I'm not for them. And that's it. Trying to put all things to what people just means you're not really anything to anybody. Yeah, 100%. I just love, I love your outlook on life. I really do. I'm so pleased we're having this conversation. It's like I've been watching from afar. I know I've been on your training and I've seen you in action and everything. But even that, the the way that my head works a lot of the time is kind of like, yeah, but you're the teacher and I'm not. And it it kind of puts me in that I'm not okay position. So to to having a conversation with you like this has been been eye-opening. I've loved it, literally. So you've got so many things in the pipeline. How the the first love yourself is that was that just a one off or is that a continuous? The first love myself is I'm busy creating and I've got a huge program that I'm creating for this. I've been doing it since last year, and I'm I'm going to be doing what I always do, and that's overgive because I've got that. I, I want to make. I would I would hate for somebody to think oh, I always had all of this. <laughs> I doubt that very much. <laughs> I know, but you know that you've got your little thing. That's one of mine, and I know it is. Yeah. But I will do it. So the first love yourself is the program that I've created, and it's pretty much for women who outwardly look confident, outwardly you know seem like they've got it all, but inwardly really they've just got this imposter syndrome, this nagging little chicken chat. That's you know that, and it's to let them say the life scripts that they have unconsciously brought up. Yeah. They we call it bollocks to them and have conversations and work through them and and it's like a year-long program um but it's going to be released every quarter so the the pre- premise is you start at week one go through to week 12 and start the week one again from your new place wow that's unique because where you are at week 12 won't be where you were the first time you started a week one yeah but where you are the next week one there's always still more to see yeah yeah the year-long program, so you know, we can go through it. You can go through it the four times if you want, or you just stay in like the, the Zoom calls and the, and the meetings and the group. So the first lovely self lives were like, oh, that was technical. I think I'll give that a go. And then I, I put on my Facebook, what would you like to say next? And somebody said parenting. I was like, okay. 
So then I asked you if you would be one of my painting ones. Yep, yep, I'm up for that. <laughs> and, and, uh, so now next week we're doing the, the Fly uh, First Love Yourself Parenting Edition series and uh, having a week off. And then the week after that, I am creating a men's one, which I don't, I'm not really specifically targeting or working with men, but I do work with some. Um, but I just, some of the conversations I've had, I think it would be useful for women to see how men actually feel about the same those topics yeah yeah so that I, I would imagine that would be really interesting I, I go through phases sometimes I don't have any men at all and then within six weeks literally I've got an influx of them it's it's yeah. a bit random how it works yeah a bit like life well yeah and the other thing you would you touched on it earlier on about what the universe throws at us I don't know whether you have this, but if I'm going through something personally in my life, I get so many clients with similar things or the same thing coming at me. And it's like, why is that? Is it just that I'm noticing it or is literally the universe throwing all this stuff at me? It, it amazes me. Just this morning when I was drying my hair, I was laughing because the past two weeks, all of my clients, and you're probably not going to believe this, but it's true. All of my clients have been me telling them to stop procrastinating and take some action. And I know that's the message that I've needed to hear myself. Well, yeah, I don't believe that for a minute because I don't think <laughs> is procrastination because... is something that you do. <laughs> it is because I've still got I still got my limitations, things that I think to myself, oh, I can't be doing that. Or who will who wants to listen to what I've got to say? We all get we're all human, we all yeah. have it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so so they say that our ideal clients are the people that have who who are where we've been. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. we've been there, we've had the t-shirt, we know the shit, right? So I you know, and I still am sometimes because we're human and that's how we work. Yeah. I think but that's I'm, the thing. I, I run a I've got a membership club with you know a select few people in there. It's it's not that big and it's really nice, but I can be 100% me and I keep telling them I get as much from you as what you're getting from this is a mutual even playing field when we're in here because I, I'm human I get down you know I talk about being on an escalator and my state of mind fluctuating on a moment to moment basis and sometimes I want to just shut the door and say goodbye to the world not literally you know, not majorly but I, I just want to be on my own but being part of that group I share that with them and it kind of normalizes that yeah we all have crap going on just because I'm qualified doesn't mean it doesn't hit me exactly and we can all look at somebody else and think they've got it sorted yeah right but you know what we're all going through the same shit still yeah yeah 100 you can look at me and go god I wish I was like Julie yeah. But Julie still has paid thousands of pounds with the programs that she hasn't started doing yet because she's a bit frightened of doing them, right? So I do that. I'm obsessed. I'm, I'm addicted to trading. And if, if, <laughs> if something tweaks my interest, I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know, there's a shiny thing over there. I'll go and look at that. Ditto. Ditto. Yeah. But I, I quite like being able to, to share that part of me, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not as protective as what I used to be. I used to think, because you know, I was a qualified nursery nurse. That was the first job that I did. I used to work in schools and everything. 
So, and I was a foster carer for 12 years. So the parenting side of things has always been part of my life. But then I really struggled with, do I share that I've got a 16 year old that does my editing? Am I supposed to be that authentic with people? Yes, I do now. But there was a point yeah. where I was tipping on the edge whether I can How share. Think of me? How yeah. the hell can I be the expert if I can't handle my own child? 100%. Like some feelings around it. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same with life. Exactly. You know, like we were saying, I struggle. Life throws me a curveball. I'm a single parent. I've been through a divorce quite recently. And it triggered all my stuff. Yeah. But that's because I'm human. The, the only difference between me and a lot of the people I see is that I might be one step ahead. Yeah. And I know that it will pass. If I get in a funk, I know that I'll come out the other side of it. So it doesn't worry me that I go to that funky place, if that makes sense. It's not a shame because you know that the, the light's going to shine. And it's gonna, yeah, 100%. That is the only difference. And that's the bit. If I could bottle it, that I would give to everybody. Just, just feel the feels because they don't stay for that long. The more we try to not be anxious, the more we try to not feel whatever it is that's going on, the longer it stays. Yeah. yeah. Chemically as well. You know, chemically, that's, it, it's, it's hilarious. So we're human, right? And if we can laugh at the ridiculousness of us. Yeah. Right? Because we all are. Yeah. And I've got to tell you another thing, Leanne, been, like you say, I'm, I'm an author. I've wrote a couple of chapters in some books. But I don't consider myself a very good writer, right? I can talk legs off a donkey, right? <laughs> <laughs> as you can see. But writing down, I don't see that as being one of my strengths. And now I was just like, we need this chapter. And, and straight away, I had the look how good everybody else is. And then what the hell have I said yes for, right? And I put it off all literally for about two months. <laughs> And then this one day, I was just like, Julie, get over yourself. You'd have to have a crack on with it, right? And that's how I speak to myself. I picked up Otter, and instead of writing it down, I spoke what I wanted to say. Yeah. And there, because there's always a way, right? If we, if we get out of our own way, we can see the way. Yeah. And I did exactly the same thing. Sari wrote a book, and she asked me to write a chapter in it. And it was all about her personal story and then she said to me will you do a chapter on the three principles and I was like yeah of course I will and then as I was thinking I'm like why has she got me to do that that's like so big and she wants me to do it but I did exactly the same thing I put it off and put and I was researching and reading and forgetting everything that you knew and thinking you didn't know enough yeah and putting everybody else's words in it instead of me just using my own words and my own wisdom and then I thought yeah sod this and literally I wrote the whole chapter in probably one Saturday afternoon and just sent it to her and said that's it done yeah I yeah. wandered around this office with my, with my phone on otter and I just spoke it all out and I emailed it myself left it for a couple of days looked at the email edited the email so it read properly and sent them in that was it I thought well you know what it is what it is yeah. it's done. See, it. I need to do that I've, I've got half a book written that I started 12 months ago and right. I just I can't pick it up but I've got this thing in my head that once it's it's out there and it's in a book mm -hmm. I'm going to evolve and the way that I look at things exactly like you're doing with your program go back to week one 
in 12 months time whatever I've written in that book I probably won't feel that way or think that way it will be completely different and I all the books that I've got on my shelf I often think if those authors read those books now would they still feel the same way I'm not the same person that I was this time last year or the year before I've evolved yeah but like you said you're writing the book for the person that's a step behind yeah yeah true so there's still value in writing the book it's still going to be helping people who are maybe two steps behind see you've got lots of little words of wisdom I I just wish I could get in your head literally I I've really enjoyed this conversation I'm so pleased that we've got together and it's done. Over, hasn't it? thank you very much it's it's been our paths have crossed in so many ways and it's like yes no we've gone off and done things and then come back together and so it's really nice to pin you down because I know pinning you down is quite difficult because <laughs> you're off you're doing something I just get ideas and I run with it. Yeah. And afterwards, I think, what the hell do you do that for? I mean, I've got more than one, more than two books out there. I've created some kids' books, and I look back at them now, I think they're crap. <laughs> she was a knot. Like you said, for, for people that are watching, that'd be brilliant. Oh, I mean, crap as in spelling mistakes and all sorts of things. <laughs> Do you know, so many people do that. You read through it, you get people to read through it, and then you get it on print, and it's like, oh, my God, look at that spelling mistake. Yeah. That's right. I just took it back. I thought, oh, can't do that. And I've never actually got back to doing it because I've just been too busy. And it wasn't as obviously it was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. And that that's the other thing, that it's it, it's really good to have that attitude that if it's meant to be, it it will come to fruition. I used to struggle with that. I'm a very logical person. I like structure and I like handouts and I like lots of information. And, you know, the three principles that we both use, it's not that, it's insight, it's wisdom, it's innate well-being. It's all the, what I used to refer to as airy-fairy stuff that you can't pin down. And I really struggled with that for a long time. Right. It's, isn't it interesting that your brain told you you really struggled with it? Well, actually, you felt it every step of the way. 100%, yeah, yeah. And I can look back on that now, but it was like, it is just the way that I work. When I was doing my training, I can remember the bloke who trained me, a wonderful Bob Cook in Manchester, saying that therapy is a process, not an event. And I used to say to him, just tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. I don't want to do this process stuff. And it's like, well, no, that is the whole point. It is the process. It is the journey. That's where we get the insights from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because what he would be telling me to do probably wouldn't be what felt right for me or what fitted into my world or anything. That's but right. yeah. We've got to find our own way. And the whole, that's the really cool thing is that we are all so varied and different. Yeah. And so there's somebody for everybody and there's everybody for somebody. Yeah, I, I, do, I, do, I do love my job. I love interacting with people and, you know, the uniqueness of us. And in, in my membership, you know, one person will say something. We talk about anxiety in such a random way. You know, I talk about befriending it. And it's like that friend that you have at school that wasn't really in the in crowd, but they just wanted to be with you all the time. And somebody else spoke about it. Because I said, you know, put your anxiety on a chair, give it a shape, give it a form, give it something that you can see it 
and somebody decided it was a black cat called Eric. And it's like, I can't believe the random conversations that we have in that group that resonates with people. I called anxiety the Einenboard burglar last night. <laughs> See? People think I'm strange when I say what conversations we have. I was just like, have you ever went into the kitchen and you've like, you thought you've seen something and you're getting that fright? Yeah. Had that physical feeling of anxiety come through your body. Yeah. And then as soon as you just say that, actually it was just the ironing board, right? You don't have, you don't have to do anything to not be worried or frightened about it anymore. So then when the feelings, when we're talking about the conversation, like, you've just got the, the ironing board burglar back again. That's all it is. It's just like... But it just... It, it's such a random thing but it works you know I talk about just yeah. put it in the cupboard leave, you know if you're, you've got to go out to work just put it in the cupboard and you can pick it up when you come home but it doesn't need to be with you all the time so yeah. I've got people saying to me I put my anxiety in the cupboard and I've not picked it up for three days anybody yeah. else would think what is she talking about but if it cares, that person's got something that, that they're back into living their life that's it yeah and they do they pick it up and put it down it's it's so i just love the way that our mind works and connects dots up what means something we could talk for hours quite frankly about this yeah Yeah, we could we could right i'm gonna draw a line under it i can't thank you enough for having this conversation it's it's absolutely brilliant i'm looking forward to our conversation next week when you're on the when you're on the hot seat well it could go anywhere (laughs) that's perfect Love it, love it. Okay, no, I shall speak to you very soon. Take care. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Living Life Being Human podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. And if you got value from this episode, please share it so that others can get value from it. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at Jackie Jones Coaching or you can visit my website jackiejones.co.uk and click on the free resources tab at the top of the page for all my free and paid support. Thanks for listening.